Yeah. Weezy, I Smoking legal. legal. I got more slaps than the Beatles. Foreign shit running on diesel, dog. Playing with my name, that shit is lethal, dog. Who you see? What? Don Corleone. Trust me, at the top, it isn't lonely. Everybody acting like they know me, dog. Don't just say it now, you gotta show me. What you gotta do? Bring the clip back empty. Yeah, asked to see the ball, so they sent me, dog. I just broke off with a 10 piece, dog. There ain't nothing, I'm just being friendly, dog. It's just a little 10 piece for it, just to blow it in the mall. Doesn't mean that we involved. I just what? I just uh, put a rigid on the card. I ain't go playing ball, but I'll show you how the fuck you gotta do it. If you really wanna fall, take your five when you're back against the wall. And a bunch of niggas need you to go away. Still going bad on them anyway. Saw you last night, but did it all day. Week two is in the books, and the Bomb Squad still has not lost a game since the last presidential administration. It's been, I think, probably close to, what, when's the last time Bomb Squad lost? I don't remember. I literally don't remember. I'm sitting, yeah, it's been a while. It's getting a little fucking annoying, too, Um, but we'll get into it. AJ's here. Hasty's here. He's super happy. Um, I'm excited to talk to him about <laughs> his thoughts on fantasy football, just life in general. Um, after a fun weekend, it sounds like in Philly, a lot of things started to hit him on Sunday morning that really upset him. But before we get into that, <laughs> we got a lot of money from this ad. This company is legitimately blowing up. They took three spots in this week's show. This is basically an infomercial. If you haven't heard of this company, shame on you yeah look out we'll get in we'll we'll get into the first uh the first commercial right now hi my name is alex hudson and i wanted to talk to you today about a new drink that i've created that's going to change the way you go about using milk in your daily life coffee cereal protein shakes and the occasional glass after a warm chocolate chip cookie. There's really nothing quite like it. As a health and fitness enthusiast, however, milk really isn't a great option. Protein and taste aside, it causes restrictions in blood flow, it's difficult to digest, it's high in hormones, it makes your titties bigger, and it leads to oily skin, which causes breakouts. Recent years have brought us a variety of nut milks which are lower in calories and easier to digest, but as a fitness enthusiast, they have almost zero protein or nutritional value. They also taste like crap. As I sat down in my house that my wife paid for after a difficult workout, I was drinking my hemp protein and almond milk, and I said enough is enough, and I began working immediately on a milk that was high in protein, easy to digest, and absolutely delicious. Before revealing our drink, our recipe, and how you can buy it, I think it's important to go over just a few of the results that I've experienced in the 18 months since I created this drink. I've reduced my body fat from 12% to 7.5% while also increasing my weight from 165 to 175. You've heard the old adage that muscle weighs more than fat. I'm your proof. Zero pimples. An increased libido. Yeah, that's right, fellas. And with the lack of pimples and the increase of muscle, that's led to a lot of female attention and a place for me to unleash the added libido. I've increased my focus. I've stopped taking antidepressants due to our drink's naturally high serotonin levels. I'm sleeping better, particularly when I drink it right before bed due to the inherent melatonin created during production. I really can't wait to share our drink, our recipe, our pricing, and our future with you. So just stick with us, and we'll be right back. You know, I know what that drink is. We got sent a bunch of orders in the next, um, in the next ad, the next part of the ad. You'll hear just a little bit more about what the drink is called and everything like that, but it's excellent. 
tastes delicious. Um, and it's been actually, I, I've been doing a pre-workout and it's been helping me with my workouts. I've been, I've been lifting a lot heavier weight. So next year when I do the combine, maybe I'll be able to do bench press instead of pushups. So we are through two weeks of fantasy football, which actually means 14% of the season is done for six teams in this league who will not make the playoffs sitting with two teams that likely will not make the playoffs this year, including Sam Hasty, who had some bad decisions on draft night, which he then tried to get out of. He tried to send a ransom video about David Montgomery he didn't take him. He still got Mark Andrews. So Sam, I'll just kick it to you. Like, how are you feeling, dude? Not great, Bob. Why? I just like fantasy is supposed to be fun, right? You do this to have fun with your friends and I am not having fun. This sucks. I am awful at fucking fantasy. And no matter how hard I try, no matter how much prep I do, I still find a way to suck. What do you think the reason for that is? I don't know. Ask AJ. Do you think I'm you're sure, trying I'm to? I'm sure he feels similar. Also, actually, let's take this in a different direction. I meant to. So, like, we are, there are four teams in the bottom third of our league, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the, math. There's the 12 three teams. Of us, the three of us represent the vast majority of that group. <laughs> so, I think, I don't know. I think we should all, I think we should pass the mic around here. Like, no, none of us can be thrilled at this moment. No, I mean, look, it's not, not called just Omar's. It, it's not called Omar's Winners Podcast, all right. It's, <laughs> it's Omar's Angels Recaps, all right. I'm not feeling great about myself. I I don't feel bad about my team. I'm I'm happy with the win. I got over the century mark. My team is in a better position than both of your teams. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And I without question better than mine. I, I, you said you, I feel, your team is better than both of our teams. Yeah, because and also, dude, it's two weeks into Wait, the season. You're talking like, about you're this is the tenth, the tenth place team you're talking about, right? I just the tenth place team. About the, same yeah. team. the team that scored less than two hundred points, right? You know, you've scored less points than AJ's team too, right? We're two weeks into you, the I, season. I, wait, hold on, let me just double check. So you have the lowest score, you have the lowest points of any team in our league. That's true. Okay, sorry, just want to make sure. Right. About the same After a terrible week one, I had a mediocre week two and put up one hundred and sixteen points. You're just so reactionary. I mean, it's like a pandemic happens. You immediately move to Canada, right? Like <laughs> your, your team has, has, has two tough weeks and you're ready to just give up on fantasy. You're, you're texting me. I don't, I don't care. I text you about Chase Claypool. You're like, I don't even want to talk about Chase Claypool. I just don't care about fantasy. It's just, it's just this defeatist attitude. And I, I, I just want to, it, it, it's not defeatist. No. I'm just, I'm gonna. Like, I'm going to start playing for the right reasons. And what's the right reasons? What did you get away from? I'm here to have fun. Okay. Is, so, you know so, so, pick, so picking up whoever the fuck Dimitrik Felton is minutes before the pod starts recording is you having fun? If what's you, your read on Dimitrik If you Felton? have to ask who Dimitrik Felton is. You can't afford him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dimitrik Felton uh, had a 50-yard touchdown reception this past week he's a running back for the browns um, so now you have all the browns running backs you so have every single browns no, running back. get this you, you, you do have three spots you can, apparently, you can start two at running back one at flex apparently, you can start, so apparently, you can start so first of all, receiver he's got that like my i woke up heartbroken this morning after waivers i put in four waiver claims this morning and i got one and it was the one i cared about least which was daniel fucking jones I don't want to talk to also side note, speaking of hitting fantasy, I am playing the Carolina Panthers defense in both leagues this week. Like I just hate all of it. I'm done. I'm not here for it anymore. Like there's no Santa Claus. Christmas is fake. I'm done. I'm over. It. What were your other bids? I bid on Cordero Patterson. Okay. And I got outbid and I would have started Cordero Patterson over Miles Gaskin this week. Uh, I bid on the Panthers D, and I got outbid. Um, what was the What I, was the number? What was the number for the Panthers D? Was it like eight dollars? Eight dollars. Okay. Same for Cordero Patterson, actually. Both eight dollars for both. 
Um, and I also got a bid on Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I, but those are all three, like those are three guys that like take him or leave him, right? Like you can't be I, yeah, that upset I think about... Emmanuel Sanders is take him or leave him. I would literally have started Cordero Patterson this week. And I think Carolina D is a smash play against a rookie quarterback on Thursday night. Like I yeah, do yeah. not think the Texans are going to do very well. And I have to play against them in both leagues. And guess who picked them up? Fucking bomb squad. Oh, As if yeah. bomb squad's not scoring enough points. Like I already had an uphill battle. And then they are the ones that get fucking Carolina D this week. Like, I, and this is the point. It's like, you can't get worked up. I'm just here to have fun. I'm just here so I don't get fun. I'm glad that you're not getting worked up because it sounds like you woke up really upset about not getting your waiver bid. So what you're saying about not getting worked up, I know you're trying to tell yourself that you're not going to get worked up, but if you compete this week and you win next week, when we come back, you're going to be talking about. Let's be clear. My team. I, yeah. The chance of me winning against Bomb Squad this week has to be infinitesimally small. I don't know, man. I play them next week, so whatever I mean, yours is, just like minus a hundred from that. It's a. I mean, look. That's what I'm working. With. It's it's different every week. It's two weeks into the season. You're zero and two, Hasty. No, I'm one and one. You're one and one. Like, come on. Just take it easy. You're going to be fine. No, You're going to win not, this week. I'm easy. I'm easy. I'm just here to have fun. It's not, I'm not mad. Except I'm not angry, except when you keep repeating, you're angry. You guys name, name that movie. I don't know. What movie is that? Bad Boys 2. You don't know that part in Bad Boys 2? No. I'm usually pretty good with movie quotes, as we all know, but I don't know that. Okay. So well, whatever. So listen, I think you should calm down. I think you should continue doing what you're doing. This is, this is part of your livelihood, whether you like it or you don't like it. Things will turn around, maybe, or maybe they won't. Maybe you'll have a horrible season and you'll be able to do the beer combine and you can show everyone how, how athletic you are and how good at drinking you are <laughs> and all of the things that you've been working on. So think about it as a positive, right? Okay. That's the only way to think about it. Right, AJ, your team's fucked. Your team's terrible. Like you're not, you're, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're. But, but to be fair, we knew that pre-draft. So like if I if I leave the season with two wins, legitimately two wins, that that's a successful season in my eyes. It's just have, real bad. Have you begun it, training? I think that's fair. Have you begun training for the beer combine yet? At the time that you did yours, so like like a week and a half ago, I probably would have been in peak shape to do it. Um, but I don't know how I'm going to be feeling. August next year, I'm, I'm getting shoulder surgery next week, so I'll be out of shape for the foreseeable future. Won't be yeah. able to do, uh, won't be able to do too many uh, push-ups to failure. Maybe like two and a half uh, before my arm falls off, so that won't be great. The drinking, I should be fine, but <laughs> that's probably the worst part of it. So I don't know. Uh, well, well, I could probably you... start start training with some twelve ounce curls probably in a couple weeks. Will you have enough money to buy the beer, considering that you've literally spent your entire fab budget already this year? Yes, because my fab budget is for fantasy football, and I have real-life money that I can use to spend, waste on beer that I'm just oh. going to pour down my face when I do the combat next summer. Thanks for clarifying that. So last week when I was talking about Brandon Ayuk, I didn't really have any interest in actually going after him. I'm curious if that influenced your decision to spend $19 on the guy who wound up putting up 1.1 points and who Shanahan fucking despises. Uh, no, it had <laughs> absolutely nothing to do with what you said. The bid was already in uh, before we started recording last week. Um, did you up the bid? I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure it was $21. Oh, if, sorry. If we're being that. like totally honest. Yeah, come on. And I only outbid Hasty by four, who then immediately wanted to trade him or me to trade him wait to, i thought so, so Hasty, that was another person that you bid on that you didn't get yeah I, I did not get a, that was, I, that I was bid last on gronk Ayuk. yeah yeah he also missed on gronk the uh, only person i nailed was latavius and thank goodness i, I put down the dollars i did because otherwise i would might not have got he actually looked decent he, he you have to start him this week right you said that you i i, I, have, you, I he is in oh my yeah lineup. you have to start him he is in That's, my starting lineup so, speaking of Gronk... Casey, maybe we could work something out for Tyson Williams. I don't know. We'll, 
We'll I would love that. Can I have Tyson Williams, please? Uh, it might cost you every Cleveland Browns running back, but we'll talk after. <laughs> um, so speaking of, of, of Wait, can we talk about Trey Sermon for a minute? Sure. Is he, the worst, is he the worst pick of the draft so far? Like, I picked him in the fifth round. Who's the worst pick of the, of the draft so far? So I would say since Danny started a free agent pickup in Seventeenth round over, tight end. over his fourth round pick this week, who probably won't see the field again, I would say Tyler Higby right now is on pace to be the worst pick of the draft. Okay, that's fair. Followed by Trey Sermon. Touche. So wait, what's what's the deal with Trey Sermon? I think he, isn't he hurt? Doesn't he have a concussion? He's in the concussion protocol, he, but he practiced yeah. today. He he had one carry, right? He had one he carry, had one and then carry he just got that he slapped. Fumbled. Yeah, he had fumbled. One carry and got it, a concussion. If this isn't the most hasty thing an athlete in the NFL has done this fucking year, <laughs> he had one carry, fumbled, and got a concussion, and then that's it. What about your boy Hasty? Didn't he also have like one or two carries yeah. and then get hurt? So that just was, Sam, I mean, just Samuel. Just, well, no, just Samuel had a big week one, but just Samuel. Um, no, but I'm saying week two, just Samuel kept it all in the family and got hurt immediately in the game. He did high ankle sprain. Is it just is it just me or do San Francisco running backs and just, players in general just get hurt just every fine. fucking game, dating fine. back to last year? They're never healthy. The entire team's Ooh. never healthy. Who I I will also say like my early vote for best pick of the draft is Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup is gonna is gonna like could potentially yeah, be the reason Glenn competes. Yeah, he's he's got an insane connection with with Stafford right now. Like they are just clicking yeah. on all cylinders. It's he, I, I I don't know what I, I know what it is actually. He's a white receiver. I, I I don't know why I don't think he's good. But I think that's the reason why. Like, I, I just look at him and I go, that guy can't be good. He's white. He's a white receiver. He can't be that good. And I'm he's, white. W-H-I-T. He's, he's lighting it up. He's lighting it up. Glenn's team is very solid, actually. Yeah, Glenn's minus, got it. He's, he, minus he's Zeke, lighting dude. it up, too. Zeke is I, – I, I think Dallas is going to be getting rid of – is going to be moving on from Zeke in the offseason. That's my early prediction. For this year, I think he's going to get cut in the offseason. They'll pay him whatever he's owed, and he's going to take the same path as guys like Le'Veon, guys like LaShawn McCoy. Maybe he lands on another team and has a year or two where he's where he's solid and productive. But Tony Pollard outplayed Zeke this week. He looked better. He was more explosive. Zeke is just not he's not worthy of the fifth of the fifth overall pick for sure. I don't even know if we were redrafting where he'd go at this point. I'd probably be shying away from him. Yeah, Zeke's probably like a fourth rounder. And we knew that last year though, didn't we? Like weren't like people I guess people just thought like, oh, with Dak back, that'll change. Right? Like that, that, that was a thought. That was a thought. That maybe I should maybe I should try to trade for Zeke. What do you think? Bad time to trade for Zeke? Probably a good time to trade for Zeke. I think what a first rounder will get him for it. As long as you don't trade him first. <laughs> just said he stinks. He does stink. But he still it's just a name, right? But you so can trade let's get back into the let's get back into the the agenda here okay we got a lot to cover so we've, we've complained enough first and foremost derrick henry with a very nice wedding gift for daniel zakowski holy shit man that guy. guy is he's exceptional yeah he's what great. do you have one 180 and three touchdowns yeah and I think he had, he had some receiving yards too. Like I think he yeah, had he had, I think I think he had five for like fifty six or something like that, which is not typical. If he's doing that this year in addition to the running. He had thirty five carries, thirty five yeah. carries. Yeah, thirty five for one eighty two and three, and then six receptions for fifty five yards. I don't know how the guy they did hit the survive. office. How 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 can you survive with that many touches? I mean, I understand that. He is just an absolute physical specimen. He's probably drinking a lot of the drink that's sponsoring the show today. But I, I really can't imagine 25 to 35 carries a week is he's going to be able to stay healthy throughout this year. That would shock me. Yeah. And what? It's been like three years in a row of the same shit. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, but you saw week one, right? Like the question is just are we going to see more week ones or more week twos from him? I think we're going to see something in the middle, but he had those weeks last year too, where he just goes absolutely ape shit. And it, to a certain extent, does it start with the receivers playing well? Julio Jones had a good game. AJ Brown's still relatively quiet, but I think if those two are clicking, 
and Henry's got some open room where they can get him out in space. That offense in general is just dangerous, but I think we're going to see, we're going to see more of those games and we're going to see if week one this yeah, year. I think, Henry. I think it goes back a little bit to what we were talking about last week with the O-line just, just getting their bearings. Mm-hmm. So like now they're, they're a lot healthier. AJ Brown had a couple of key drops, which kind of oh, did ruined he? his week. No way. I don't know. You tell me. Is that, is that true? Oh, wow. Huh. Is he I on thought, your roster? I, I thought was you that, weren't getting mad. I thought that was, was that the worst. I'm not mad. I'm was, not mad. I'm was that the worst pick? Was that the worst pick of the draft? Time will tell. It's a contender. It's a contender. Ah, oh, Hasty. I'm so sorry that you're so upset about fantasy football. I'm not upset. I don't care about fantasy. It's a stupid game. I'm good. Says the guy doing a podcast on fantasy football. Dude, I can't believe it. I don't know how I didn't get Cordero Patterson in waivers today. I know how. I didn't bid enough. I bid too much That's on Latavius correct. Murray. You're damn right you did. You're but starting think of it this way. Latavius Murray. You have more money to go spend money on someone else who might come up and be be really good this year. Well, the good news is I got Dimitri Felton for free. So That's true. Sorry. Are you going to start him? I'm curious why you would pick that guy up, though, when there's two running backs that are ahead of him. Is it because, strictly just like a handcuff? Here's why. Okay, so, so Landry's out. I can start Felton as a running back, even though apparently he's going to be featured as a slot receiver. Mm. And he's supposed to be getting tons of like work this coming week, according to the Browns coach. So like, I'm not going to start start him this week because they play the bears, but Mm -hmm. if he gets like six or seven targets, I'm going to start him as my RB two probably like for the foreseeable future. Are you going to get rid of Kareem Hunt? I'll take him. You will? Maybe. Yeah. Probably not. I, could, I, I mean, if you're I, selling, no, I'll take Chubb. I'll, I'll, probably keep, I'll probably keep Kareem Hunt, but I'm going to get rid of – I think – I don't know what to do with Miles Gaskin. I think he stinks. I think I'll, take, I'll stinks. take him off your hands. He'll be fine when two against will, I'll trade Maybe. you. I'll trade you, AJ. You can have, you can have uh, my man Gas, man. All right. We'll, we'll talk later. Yeah. No, tell me who about... gonna, no, no, let's do this live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Who are you going to give me for Gas, man? I honestly do not know. Um, Are we doing that? Cal Pitts or? Yes, my one tight end. No, no. Okay. You got a bunch yes. of backs. You got you got Taylor Mitchell, Drake, Tyson Williams, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette. Is, I was I was trying to explain this to a friend of mine over the weekend. Like this was this is worse than having really tough lineup changes with good players. It's just having all shitty players. Oh, me trying to decide. Can I, yeah. Which, who's going to be slightly better than the guy behind him? Can I just, trade you for one of your impossible. mediocre running backs? May I have one of them? Yeah. Who because do you want? I would so you much rather start pretty much anybody here over who my RB2 is going to be this week. So, but we're just confirming RB1 is Latavius Murray. No, no, RB2 is Latavius Murray. All right. So, ga- like you're saying, I, am I an three? idiot? Am I an idiot for starting Latavius Murray over Gasman this week? I I don't think that will make have any uh, effect on your roster because you have to start him based off of last week. So <laughs> you kind of you kind of sealed back right. off in a week ago. Myself into the corner. All right. Right. I'm stuck with I'm stuck with Latavius. So what happens to me if I don't start Latavius? Like, is it just like up? Oh, there's no one gives again. a shit. You, lo- you lose. You lose to bomb squad if you don't start him. You lose to bomb squad if you do start him. So it's yeah. your choice. Right. Yeah. Last thing I wanted it's, to talk about: Tom Brady. Fucking Tom good. Brady. Yeah. He's good. He's. I think he might be the cover boy for our uh, for this week's sponsor because he's just. He's. I don't know what he's. It. I don't know what he's drinking, but it's something special. It's, Casey, have you have you done a one eighty on him yet? Because I know you hated him last year. And I didn't I, understand why you did, but I'm curious. Him. Such a stupid person to hate. I don't get I, it. I still hate him. Just because it's, of the pain he caused you as a Jets fan? I absolutely hate him. I think he's the I think he's the worst. I would not be I would not be sad if all the bad things happened to Tom Brady. <laughs> I just hate him. I don't know what you want me to say. I'm not my best self today, okay guys? I'll just be honest with you. Not, yeah, not my best self. On? Not my happiest self. What's wrong? I have a bad fantasy team. <laughs> so why don't you be a man and take it out on your girlfriend? Like, that's what you got to do. Be a fucking man. All right. 
Speaking of being a man and getting in great shape, wanted to bring you the second part of the infomercial for this week. Welcome back, gang. In our last time together, I went over the disadvantages of both regular milk and nut milks, as well as the benefits I've personally experienced after using my product for over a year. Those included weight loss, muscle gain, more sex, and more sleep. When I was thinking about the drink I needed to make, it started with taste. It has to be delicious. It has to be great on its own, but it also has to play well with others. It has to be simple, two to three ingredients at most. It had to be high in protein, and it had to be easy to produce and cost-effective. I sat around for months experimenting. I tried high-protein nuts. I tried cow milk from cows fed an all-cow diet. I tried adding protein to existing nut milks. Nothing worked. I was ready to give up. I got down on my knees, and I looked up to God, and I asked him for a sign. And it was at that moment, conveniently already on my knees, that my friend Wee Out Silverberg arrived at my house. And after two and a half minutes, my eureka moment literally came. Come, milk, was born. The ingredients are simple. All I add is six ounces of alkaline water to every eight ounce carton. The taste is incredible. And we only offer two flavors to keep things simple, natural and pineapple. You can order two cases of cum milk for $29.99 by typing in the code Omar's Angels at our website, notyouraveragenutmilk.com. Order today and become a guzzler tomorrow. We'll be back soon with some more information about our company's growth. All right. So it's interesting. After getting the shipment of cum milk, and having a couple of sips, <laughs> I didn't think that I would be Googling benefits of swallowing cum this week, <laughs> but <laughs> here we are, and here I am. It's actually true though. It, it does have natural serotonin in it. And, so, and, and, here, and here you come. And here I come. It does, <laughs> have, ser- it does have serotonin in it. I believe it actually is pretty, it's, it's pretty good for protein. I think you need to drink a lot of it in order to get any actual protein from it. But the melatonin is real also. High in sodium, <laughs> so you got your electrolytes right there. Exactly. It's just a great, it's just a great drink. So, awards. I said game of the week was me and, uh, me and Dirk Bigler. And I agree. I agree. That was a hell of a game. Man, I was so rooting for like I've like the reason Aaron Jones scoring four touchdowns hurt was because like why couldn't just a couple of those go on to Devontae? Like we have a game if just like a handful of those go to Devontae. But man, oh man, when Tunyon scored that touchdown, Berg, I was like, oh man, one more. Just like one more. So Tanyan scoring the touchdown was crazy. And then it was like, a, it was a four point game with two minutes left. And DeAndre Swift was at like four and a half points, I think. And then they just dumped the ball off to him and he scored another five points to make it an eight and a half point victory and cover the spread. But if that doesn't happen, and then the other thing the the first Aaron Jones touchdown, I, even though it benefited me this week, the shovel pass to me shouldn't be counted as pass. That is a running play. I know I that it's I, I like that's that's just a rule that I feel like should be changed solely for fantasy purposes because it's not a pass. I, I don't care what anyone says; it's a handoff. I agree, and that benefited me. But you know, game of the week covered the spread. I'm one and one. I scored 116 points despite the fact that George Kittle apparently fucking sucks now. Yeah, he stinks. I, I don't know if it's George Kittle or if it's handsome Jimmy. I'm not sure what it is, but two weeks of really mediocre performance for him. I'm worried about Kamara in that, in what I saw from the Saints offense this week. If Jameis is going to be old school Jameis and just absolutely abysmal, and they have they have no weapons on that Saints team besides Kamara, nothing. There is no one to throw the ball to. And if that's the blueprint for beating them and just beating the absolute piss out of them, um, I am worried about Kamara for the entire season. And when I had Cook in my hands at three and I passed on him. Do you want to trade? 
I'm always open to trading, but Miles Gaskin's gonna get a lot of touches. <laughs> touches <laughs> <this week. laughs> How about a package deal, Gaskin and uh, and Latavius? No, 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 dude, hold on. I would talk about. I would. I would talk about. I'll tell you what I would talk about. I'll tell you what I would talk about. The dual threat, Demetrius. I would talk. I would talk about trading Kamara to you, but you would have to give me Devontae Adams as part of that deal. That is the only way that you would get Kamara. But I would have the conversation. Okay. Can we involve Claypool and your boy uh, OBJ in that in that conversation as well? I would need a back back from you, probably. A back back? I would need if we Fine, were gonna I do, do, We could take this offline. But do you I want would, I would, You want my man Kareem? <laughs> Eh, not not particularly. Yeah, Mr. Hunt doesn't make you Kareem. I would talk about Gaskin. <laughs> if you wanted to include Gaskin in a deal with Devontae, I would have a conversation about it. I sure. like that. You know, I might I might do a little dude, man, Devontae looked good last week, huh? Yeah, I mean he's he's, he's exceptional. Good. He's, he's gonna exceptional. score a lot of points this year. Like that's the one thing. It's like if, if Antonio Brown figures it, I mean not Antonio Brown. If AJ Brown figures it out and Devontae and AJ Brown can just make shit happen, like I'm I'm not mad about that. Yeah. Are you getting back into fantasy football now? You start no, thinking about how. Stinks. My RB2 is Miles Gaskin. I'm going to be miserable all year. Just a Gaskin. roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> you know who you, you, know okay, you got to get through awards. We said we would do this in 45 minutes. We are running long on time, and it's my fault. All right. That's fine. All right. So, yeah, so, part, so part of why, Berg, why you can even consider getting rid of Odell, not only because he hasn't played yet, but because you have wide receivers like fucking Cortland Sutton, who went absolutely ballistic this week yeah that was definitely the start of the week though i didn't i don't think i really had any other choice besides starting Cortland sutton it was a good start just because i don't think people hear Cortland sutton's name and go that dude is electric but he actually is very good so i i'm, I'm considering actually not i'm considering starting obj this week i don't know why i love obj so much it's stupidity probably but I just, I just have this feeling that he's going to be really fucking good this year. And I don't, it's, it's, it's founded in nothing. I don't know what it's founded in. I'm still in love with that one catch that he made against the Cowboys, which was one of the best catches of all time. Although did you see the, the, uh, the interception uh, in that college game this week? Yeah, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Oh my God. That was, that was fucking ridiculous it's actually a bad it was actually a bad play like stupid it was it was a bad interception because it was fourth and 18 and they were on (laughs) their own 40 and he picked it off at five but some jr smith shit right there but they were they were up by so much at that point that it didn't matter but that was oh god i don't don't even know how that was physically possible to catch a ball like that it was bananas so Cortland sutton start of the week mr burke's water bottle game of the week so I'm two for two on awards. Just a great week for me. It's almost like you could tell who writes the, the show doc. But it's true. <laughs> but I digress. So shards of the week plus the worst waiver picks. The shards of the week. So probably me and Hasty. No, I would say the number one shard of the week. The number one shard of the week. And this oh, happened man. because he's a Jets fan. And he, I'm pretty sure he was probably at the game. And for some reason... There was a thought that Corey Davis was going to be able to replicate week one against the fucking Patriots and a rookie quarterback. And he looked terrible, terrible. 1.8 points with Michael Pittman on the bench. He's four to 18. So the commish with a definite shard of the week starting Corey Davis. Did you guys see that video, by the way, of the little kid who took one of Zach Wilson's interception and sort of like analyzed, like, this is why the Jets are such absolute water garbage no is it amazing <laughs> it's exceptional it's like that play Tremendous. there's like <laughs> there's, wait how do i find this we i can i can i just i, just I got it, it. Bert, keep going Bert, keep going so so basically I'll, I'll narrate it basically but the play it's like a i think it's just like a a four-man front for the jets or a five-man front there's three there's there's one guy blocking two guys over here there's a linebacker literally coming right up the gut yeah like right up the gut with no one within hasty 11 feet of this guy (laughs) like he has a straight fucking shot right at zach wilson and then on the other side there's a jets lineman blocking another jets lineman 
And then there's two Jets linemen <laughs> who are standing. They're, they're just standing. There, there's no one, there's no one to block. There, there's three guys from the Pats coming from one side. There's two Jets. There's a guy blocking his own teammate. And then there's a linebacker coming right up the gut. And then the pass to Zach Wilson from Zach Wilson with a guy running at him at four or five speed is behind Corey Davis. Corey Davis tries to jump for it and probably gets, I would say, a three and a half inch vertical off his hand. It's like the most Jets play of all time. And the kid narrating is actually really good. Yes, AJ, please awesome. share if you have. Can you play it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One second. All right, here we go. If there's one play that sums up the New York Jets, this one has to be it. This Patriot's winning off the edge. This Jets lineman is probably holding. There's a Patriot charging up the middle at Zach with no blocking at all. This Jets dude is being pancaked on the ground. We have these two idiots staring at each other like, yo, what are we doing? I don't know. Let's just stand here. We just have Dave touching his own lineman. On top of that, we have two receivers with zero separation. And the cherry on top has to be Zach Wilson throwing this pick. <laughs> and Corey Davis has no hops. If there's one play, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is terrific! So that was my, that was uh, that was Maxis. Um, now, despite the fact that Pippen had 18 and Corey Davis had 1.8, it wouldn't have mattered because Aaron Jones is a fucking monster. And you know what, Max, he was on Max's team. Max traded him, yeah. and he got beat by that man this week. And that trade has haunted the league for years to come for eons yeah you know what's funny is like i I, i'm not gonna harp on this and i'm not it's not like misery loves company i'm trying to make everybody else miserable but like berg you had two first round picks (laughs) and i think you had two fourth round picks right or two third yeah i mean you're like two sixths two firsts two sixths something else at least something else. I, at least one more I love time. your recap last week. Like you had ten picks in the first five. Rounds. Ten picks in the first five rounds, dude. And you are this like you have the second fewest points of any league. And Alvin Kamara is stinks. Like I actually just looked at Alvin Kamara. I don't want to trade for Alvin Kamara. That would that would make my team. Win. I'd rather start Miles Gaskin than Alvin Kamara this week. That's a bold statement. Do you want to do a side bet? Do you want to do a side bet on who has more points this week? I bet you Latavius. No, I bet you Latavius Murray outscores outscores Alvin Kamara this week. Deal. What's what's the what's the how much are we betting? Case Uh, of nut milk. Aj, what should we bet? Wait, hold on. I gotta check. Let me just double check matchup here before I go crazy. I mean, he's projected for nineteen points. I don't care what he's projected for. He stinks right now. And off, oh, he's playing the Pats. The Pats shut down your best weapon. Yes, I think Latavius Murray will outscore. Actually, yeah, I think Latavius Murray will outscore Alvin Kamara this week. Okay. I don't, so if, if you're asking me what the bet should be, I don't think it should be monetary. I think it should be something you have to do. I think Berg, if Hasty wins, I think you should have to shotgun a beer of your choice. It could be your Michelob Ultra or whatever the fuck it was. That's not real. That's not great. Let's just do monetary. How about uh twenty five bucks? <laughs> no, no, we gotta do we gotta do something more embarrassing than that. Um, I also should get odds of so, in some way. Fuck you, dude. He's projected yeah, to no, three no x. He's projected to score three x as many you're points. Not, you're not. You're not. Everyone knows projections are, are shit. Are you kidding me? What are the odds that you want? Um. Like I, I want to say let's take this offline, but I feel like our listeners are bought in now. Like I feel like we have to, we have to decide something. AJ, I think you should be the arbiter. What is the loser? What should the loser have to do? I already gave my opinion. I got shit on. So you said shotgun a Michelob Ultra. That's like literally yeah. the least, it's the most <laughs> basic suggestion Ooh, ever. I got a good idea. How about since I'm enjoying so much having a 20 month old and a one month old if i lose i have to go to vegas for a weekend all right that's what no i know i'm gonna shut that that's worse that's worse than the michelob ultra i think this i think this one works though like the handicap can be the round pick but it's like if if i lose Ooh, you want to do a draft pick if i lose i have to trade you a draft i feel like if you lose you have to Ooh. trade me a draft pick. But if you guys they, go down this be, road, it, it has to be, to be like 10th round or later. They have to be different mm. rounds. Why, mm. why, AJ? No, I think we could do – I like that. 
I like that. Because I feel like earlier than the 10th round is you're just playing with fire. That's just, that's my opinion. But you okay. guys are, are adults. You can fine. do what you fine. want. Okay, that's okay. fair. So, so, Berg, if I lose, I have to send you. Um, what should it be, like a 14th round pick? 12th round pick? 12th round pick. We swap 12th and 14th. No, because and if I lose, and if I lose, I'll we'll, how about this? If you lose, you are giving me your 12th and you're taking my 16th. Sure. Okay. And if I lose, I will give you we'll do my eighth. No, give me fuck your eighth, you, your eighth. And Ten. I'll give you and I'll give you my I will 12th. not give you I will not no, give you because I'm not gonna do a twelfth for a sixteenth with Latavius Murray versus uh, a 10th for a 14th. Like, no, that's ridiculous. So you want my 8th? If Latavius, you, again, we're talking about Latavius Murray. Let's do 11th. Let's do 11th. Hold on. We're talking about Latavius Murray outscoring Alvin Kamara. Like, that's an insane spread. So So you want, so so we'll swap 8th and 6th. Latavius, if Latavius scores. Let's do it. I'm in. I'm in. You give me your 8th and I give you my 12th. If if Kamara outscores Latavius, uh, I give you my 12th for your 16th next year. Okay. So if Latavius outscores Alvin, then you're getting wow. my 8th and I'm taking your 16th. And you're if, taking my 12th. So 8th for 12th. Yeah. Okay. And then if if you Kamara, win, we're doing 12th for 16th. Okay. Sounds good. AJ, do you think that's fair? Or do we need to adjust it at all? No, no, I like that. The, like that? No matter what, no matter what we talk about the rest of the podcast, the matchup of the week is Latavius Murray versus Alvin Kamara. <laughs> all right, that's it. Okay. It's, it's set in stone. That's incredible. You got to write this down on the on the note so we so we have a record of it. Okay, this is why. All right, let's finish this up. I got to eat dinner. Yeah, big dogs got to eat. Uh, you didn't uh, eat last week, though. Lee Finer put week. me in coach. Lee Finer put me in coach. Um, who, by the way, Debo was in uh, Dirk Diggler's lineup up until I believe like the last two hours before kickoff. And he took him out and replaced him with, I don't even know who he replaced him with, but I still don't think he would have won. But I don't think Swift would have had all those touches if he had actually started the right guy. I don't know how you bench Debo Samuel, who has, by the way, as Hasty mentioned earlier, the most receiving yards in the NFL right now. So I agree completely. Dumb move by Highland. Let's get into some picks. We got Wait, Danny Z. We've got, we've got the final part of the advertiser who paid us a lot of money to oh, sponsor this show. In just 18 months, we've gone from a single drinker, me, to a nation of cum milk guzzlers. During our early days, I had dreams of expanding our company, but I simply didn't have the capital necessary to produce the quantity and quality needed to support a national rollout. I went out looking to raise a seed round. My early pitches went terribly, but I remained steadfast in my dream to see cum milk everywhere. The US venture market was hesitant to get into business with me. So I ventured north to a little place called Vancouver. I knew the money was plentiful and the investors were more liberal, creative, and overwhelmingly less intelligent. After securing the seed from a very, very special investor, he only had one question before he blew through his entire inheritance. You're currently obtaining all of your product personally. How in the fuck are you going to extract the amount of semen necessary to support a global distribution load? I said, don't you goddamn worry about that, you empty vessel. And I went to work and deployed my $8 million on talent. I hired engineers away from Tesla, Google, SpaceX, and Boston Robotics and began implementing my plan. The plan, you ask? It was simple. Recreate my abilities through artificial intelligence and robotics and implement devices across the nation. One year later, Our robots, who have the exact same characteristics and abilities as I do, have been deployed at every single truck stop bathroom in America. We're now efficiently producing thousands of gallons a day. And in the next six months, we are going to be taking the company public under the acronym JZZ. 
and I encourage the nation of guzzlers to invest and partake in the IPO. Visit notyouraveragenutmilk.com for more information. I'm excited. I am thrilled to drop a massive load on the public markets and even more excited to do it with my customers. Thank you for being a part of this journey and I look forward to producing more and more cum milk for you to enjoy. Are you going to invest in that company, AJ? What do, what do you mean gonna? As if I already haven't. That's true. I'm all, I'm all in. I was all in on the IPO. I'm, I'm just nutty about this stuff, you know? It's pretty amazing. I, like, I, 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 I am excited to watch my, my money just multiply with this company. And they obviously gave us 500 free stocks each. So I think it's going to open at like, I don't know. It's 69, 69, such a lame joke. Like it's just so right there that it's going to open at $69, but obviously it's going to open at $69. I mean, as someone who was in super early, I just have been just dropping loads on this company. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into some. So we got Danny Z. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here's another thing that you sucked at last week. I know. So I know you got, you got AJ was nine and three. Berg was five and seven. Hasty was four and eight. Yep. I which just goes to show. And last year you were so good, but you're, you're like, you're, you're regressing to the mean. Touch. You're I regressing to the touch. mean. You're regressing to the mean. That's fine. So first game, we've got justice for Watson, 23 accusations of molestation. And then we've got Ray Rice's elevator ride one confirmed video of a 240 pound running back cold cocking uh, his girlfriend in an elevator and knocking this her is, out. So, this spread is tightening. It's less than two now. Is it? Yeah. Well, when I put it in, okay, fine. I'll change the line right now. I think it should be, I think it should be two points. Um, I'll do two and a half. I am going to take. Over under is 231. I'm taking Danny with the points. Um, and I am taking the over. I like that. Dude, Danny's got some swag about him right now. He posted yeah. on Instagram today a picture of him looking absolutely dapper, shit-faced with a bogue in his hand, just just killing it out in Greece. I asked him if that was a bogue in his hand, and he responded, one in Rome. I, he, he may have been drunk enough that he doesn't know that he's in Greece. He might think that he's actually in Rome, but it was a fucking cool picture nonetheless. So I am going to take Mr. Z. I think he's going to, I think Derek Henry is going to have another banner week. You're playing against, is it the Texans? I'm sure you can say it's more efficient. No, the Colts, Colts. Are you really, are you serious? It's dinner time. We've been at this. Dude, I know you can get there faster. It's 640. Only your parents eat at 640, dude. Relax. Jesus. He's got to get the okay. special at the early bird special at the Del Boca Vista. Fucking Christ. I'll take justice for Watson minus two and a half and the under of two thirty one. I like your guys uh, where your guys heads are at. I'm taking Danny also and also the over. I think Henry okay. and Gronk are just going to push it over the top. So we all, all three of us did Danny and the over, right? I did yeah. under. I did under. Right, so at least one of us is going to win something. It's going to be Robes and the under at what? Probably. Okay, next up, we've got the Taliban, who has not lost since President Trump was our president, even though he kind of still is our president, right? He had, he had more votes than Biden, and the mail-in vote was a, was a farce. Minus eight against the formidable Kick Bass. Okay, we're going to speed this you, up. You, so you, really, you really got to change that name. I got, I got myself and the under <laughs> you're taking yourself i'm taking I, myself are you costanzaing yourself right now to try I'm, to get no, above you nope i'm just gonna fucking win latavius okay. is gonna go off i'm gonna get your eighth round pick and i'm gonna win we're gonna get yeah. the ball and we're gonna score yeah the, the taliban is gonna cornhole you <laughs> minus eight is too small of a number they're gonna beat you by 20 to 25 without question and i'll take the under because i don't think your team's gonna score 100 points this week AJ, wow, damn, that was brutal. Um, all right, well, just to be different, I'm taking the over, and I, I got to go bomb squad. It's it's stupid to bet against them. It's like it's like t- betting against 
Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. You just I can't know. do it. I know. That's the most Zlotty I ever won was Eagles. <laughs> most bad Super Bowl. Um, so let's uh, – game three. This is actually an even line now, uh, Weiss and, and MAGA. I'll change it to a pick em then. I think that's a pick em. All right. Let's do a pick em then. And uh, Berg, I've, you start. Yeah, Berg starts up. Um, I'll tell you what. I saw Trump's golf swing today and an excellent chirp after the swing where he said, let's see Joe Biden do that. So I think the MAGA swag is, is, is certainly back. It was actually an awesome video. Um, so I'm gonna, yeah, he's got the swagger. I'm going to take MAGA and I will take the over 242 and a half. Hey, you want to hurry the fuck up? I'm, I'm going to agree. <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking Mr. Incredible in the over. Who's Mr. Incredible? Glenn. Why? Because he looks like Mr. Incredible. <laughs> That's true. He does. Um, I'm going Weiss again. And, wow. and the over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think Saquon's going to score right. more than Saquon's yeah. going to score more than eight points. Yeah. He might have nine. So yeah. Yeah. I'm going. I, I think Saquon's yeah, going, going to have a day Weiss against Atlanta. Yep. I hope so. It'd be nice. Daniel Jones actually has looked pretty good. I know people give him a lot of shit, but Daniel Jones has actually had a pretty good start to the season. He looks relatively sharp, despite the fact that the Giants are absolutely fucking abysmal, just like the New York Jets. So that's it for week two. I know a lot of you aren't quite sure what cornholing actually is. So what we're going to play you out with is a little clip from a school board meeting this, this, uh, this week where a woman also didn't know what cornholing is and had a couple of questions for the administrators about it. Take her out back, we boys figured, then hand on the titties, put it in her coin box, put it in her cornhole, grab a hold of that braid, rub that calico. You can find that on page 39 of the book called Out of Darkness, which you can find at Hudson Bend Middle School and Bee Cave Middle School. All right, not gonna lie, I had to Google cornhole because I have the game in the back of my yard, but according to Wikipedia, cornhole is a sexualist slang vulgarism for anus. The term came into the use in the 1910s of the United States as verb form to cornhole, which came into usage in the 1930s, means to have anal sex. I do not want my children to learn about anal sex in middle school. I have never had anal sex. I don't want to have anal sex. I don't want my kids having anal sex.